listen to our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, and chat with When I smile, I shine so bright, I'm grooving with the And I am your mama friend, sister, cousin, (laughs) whatever needs to be through this journey of motherhood. Here, I will give you tips to revive your inner her um, with mindset and spiritual tips to help you make it through the day, to help you manage that stress and to help you really walk and fulfill your purpose of being a mom. I'm here for you, sis, and I understand. Now let's get to the show. All right, you guys, here we are back in another interview, and I'm really excited about this one because we have not chatted in a really long time, and guys, she has some great and valuable information for our mommies out here who want to have time to themselves, who want to plan something or get away, but who maybe don't have the steps and the practicality to do so, and like sometimes we do, we overanalyze. And we think that, oh, we have to do all this extra stuff whenever it can really be breaking down into having fun. It can be really simple. So my guest is Alicia McGee. How are you doing today, girl? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So go ahead and just tell the people. Tell the mamas on here just a little bit about you, what you do, if we can go ahead and get into our conversation. Yes, ma'am. Well, again, like she said, my name is Alicia McGee. I am the owner of Page 11 Paper Goods, which is a um, stationary brand providing products and guidance for living an intentional lifestyle. Um, So I have products such as planners, notepads, journals, things like that, just to keep you organized and stay on top of your goals. Um, In addition to that, my husband and I also own a financial literacy company called The Penny Lounge. Um, and that we try to promote financial literacy and generational wealth through financial education. So a little bit of both of both worlds. Yes. <laughs> we got a lot yes. going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good, but it's all good. And I'm really excited because I love your planners. I get them every year for the past couple of years. And they really do help me to stay focused and to stay targeted. And if you guys have listened to the podcast before, we are part of the email list that I have been shouting out her notepads because they are in Tarjay, okay? We we fancy people on here, okay? <laughs> I mean, just a little bit. Just, just a little just tad. Slightly. <laughs> just slightly. And, you know, Tarjay, TJ Max, you know, however you just want to just throw out all these stories and whatnot. So y'all see me shout her out a couple of times because she has some really good products that really help you stay organized and, and grounded and to get tasks done, which is priorities. We got we to gotta help ourselves mm-hmm. to get those things done. So kind of going, keeping along the topic of planning and such, why is it so important for planning and budgeting um, as a routine for our mamas? Um, there's many reasons. I think some of the, and you actually kind of already touched on it, just prioritizing. Um, I think as a mom, 
a lot of times we kind of just go the day to day, however it flows, you know, <laughs> whatever comes, comes. And we, it, you know, in the day feeling exhausted or like we didn't accomplish anything or that we wish we had more time. Um, there's a thousand different things we can think of, especially as moms. We're like, where is the break? Um, so I think when it comes to planning specifically, just understanding where your priorities are, like, what does that look like? How does it help you out? Um, if you start having some type of routine, then you start kind of getting in the sense of knowing at least where your time is going. And then in that aspect, you can also understand where you can cut time or even take a break or slide in a little nap. Um, but if you kind of just don't have an ideal, then you can see your days being kind of going just by really, really fast and feeling as though you're not getting anything accomplished. So I try to always, tell, especially mothers or women, um, just try to have some type of organization to what where your time is going. What does that look like? What priorities um, are important to you? And that really kind of help you even get that energy to be able to keep going every day. Because we, I know a lot of times we're running off zero or negative zero sometimes. <laughs> um, so just understanding like what helps you to facilitate that organization. And then I think too, especially for me, it's hard sometimes asking for help. So if I don't know where I need the help, then I just don't ask for it and I try to do everything. So just understanding and being a little bit more organized with where your time is going, what's taking that time, prioritizing things like that can help you kind of facilitate, you know, where can I ask for help? What could I not do? Even what could I outsource if I need to? Um, where can I kind of minimize, you know, if I have to run in three different stores, am I able to do that all in, you know, one period? Or do I have to break that up into sections to get it done quicker or, you know, more effectively? So just understanding kind of what that routine looks like for you. And it's going to be different for everybody. So let's just get that let's get that straight. But it's going to look different for everybody. But I know that as mothers, a lot of times we take on a lot without really understanding how much we're capable of doing before we run ourselves short. Um, same thing with finances and budgeting, though. Um, just understanding where your money is going. Like if we are just out here just spending money, <laughs> running up credit cards, not getting you know. about debt, like yeah. <laughs> it is not helping the family as a whole it's definitely not helping you because now you're stressing about the money and you're tired um so it's just really understanding those two things i think really kind of zone into you know where's your focus where's your parties what does your life look like in five years a year from now even but five years ten years when your kids are getting older what do you want to be able to provide and in that aspect speaking of finances specifically what do you need to do in these years now, in these moments now that will set you up for the things that you want for your children and for your life heading, you know, in that direction going forward? Yeah. And I really like what you said, even just about, you know, a lot of times we are just ripping and running, ripping and running, going, 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 going. And sometimes we don't even just take the second to properly make a to-do list or to properly say, I'm going to do these things and that's it. So that we're not just constantly running on fumes because I've preached a lot in the podcast, but we're on, we're running on fumes that we can't properly serve our family. We can't properly be there. But even good, I really like what you said about even just recognizing where your time is going. I think that's so huge now because a lot of times, even like in now day and age, we get so consumed like on our phone or on the mm -hmm. TV or being distracted here and being distracted there. And it's just like, we can't even just and then we look up, we're like, oh, well, I could have <laughs> I've been on Instagram for three hours. Just Yo, <laughs> I spent that last hour doing so much. And now, now I'm going to complain because the, the bathroom is still dirty. Like, <laughs> but, but it's good because 
even like what you were saying, finances, ties into all of that. It's just even how you look at your finances, looking at that, there's budgets, there's routine, there's prioritizing. It goes into different parts of your day. So I really do enjoy that. So in regards to our moms having fun and saving up for themselves, how are what are ways that we can properly save for fun time without having to overthink stuff and we have to have these spreadsheets and all this other extra kind of stuff? How can we properly save for a good fun time, whether it's with the girls, whether it's for a family vacation, and create those great memories? Yeah. So, girl, let me tell you, I don't. I, I just took a recharge myself, <laughs> um, and it wasn't something even like you said. It wasn't something that I overthink or overthunk at all. Um, I think what it was was that I knew I needed a recharge. I knew I needed just some quiet time. I wanted to think about, you know, where I was going in this next quarter, things like that. Um, so all I did was book the hotel room and was like, I'm going to be downtown. <laughs> I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. Like, I don't want to talk to nobody on my phone. I do not disturb. That's it. That's all. Um, but I think that it takes us mothers, especially knowing that it is that time. Like, how do you value yourself and how do you know when it's time to say okay I've had enough (laughs) I need a break even if it's away from the house even if if it's just for one night what does that look like um and like I said again everyone's different for me I know I had to get out the house (laughs) because if I stayed in the house I was even if even if everyone else left I was gonna be over here like like you said the dishes need to be washed the bathroom needs to be clean clothes need to be folded like I'm gonna find do so I had to, for me, step away and say, okay, I'm going to take a night. I'm going to go get a hotel downtown. I'm going to order me room service. I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to spend some money that I've saved to spend on myself. And I'm, that's what I'm going to do. But I think, like I said, a lot of times we don't even think about that. We are always thinking about everyone first, which is great, but we do. We do put everyone first and then we kind of get the leftovers of it, especially as mothers. But I think that the bigger thing when it comes to vacations and fun time, um, even if you are budgeting, is never cut that part out. When we were budgeting and paying off that, that was part of the budget. There was a threshold for fun time or fun events, activities, family time, whatever it was, however you want to call it. Um, and we made sure that we still had that bucket. For us, we love traveling. So we still traveled when we had um, a budget, so to say, or we were trying to do things with our money, but it was just maybe smaller vacations or, okay, it's road trips now or it's staycations or some. So we were just looking at that a little bit differently. But honestly, the end, end all be all is really just make a budget. And I know it sounds <laughs> so cliche, but it's honestly like just make a budget, determine what that looks like, determine your timeline, you know, how long you have until that trip comes or you're trying to get that thing done and break it down because again you don't want to overwhelm yourself so if i'm thinking about a trip in june and it's april already i'm not going to be trying to do something extravagant and like huge where i need to save two thousand dollars in three months like no i'm it's absolutely not gonna happen like i'm not gonna put myself in that type of situation um but if i was to say i'm trying to do this huge trip next april okay well then that's 12 months from now so how can i break that down how can I look at things a little bit differently if I know I have to make some lifestyle changes for me that may be not eating out as much? <laughs> um, you know, I have to then put those things into play and say, this is what I want for my family and this is how I'm going to get about it. But just understanding that once you have that plan, it always can change. And I think that sometimes we get into this mindset like, oh, I have this plan, I have this budget, I can't change it. And it's like, it always shifts. Everything shifts. 2020 should tell everybody that everything can shift. Um, So just understanding (laughs) that 
um, unless you start writing down what it is you want and actually looking at those things, making a list, like you said, a to-do list or even a checklist of places you want to visit or things you want to do with the family, there's no real way to understand how much money you may need um, until you actually start looking at that. And when you start looking at it, then you can kind of visualize, okay, I'm going to need $500 to go here and take a road trip. And we're going to stay at this hotel and we want to do these two or three activities. Then now you have kind of an estimation of what that looks like. And then from there, like you say, you can break it down into a weekly or a monthly savings um, that you are setting aside. One other thing that I find really, really helpful, especially for families or mothers, um, is automatic savings. So I have automatic savings set up on two of my bank accounts. Every time there's a deposit, there's either a certain amount that comes out um, or percentage that comes out that goes into a different account. I know for me, I can't see it. Like I can't actually see that money and then have to move it because then I might move it back. I'm like, hey, we just like I got checkings in the savings. Like it just depends. <laughs> uh, where is yeah. that? But honestly, if I'm not looking at it and it's automatically being transferred, then it kind of works out because I'm not seeing it. I'm not having to actually visually move it myself. And then I start seeing that number increase. I'm like, oh shoot, we got a little money in there. We might can take a little trip. <laughs> Um, but it's it's kind of an out of sight, out of mind type of situation where you really don't have to think about it and just let that money build up as it is. And it doesn't have to be a, a huge amount. I, like I said, for one of them, mine is twenty dollars every time I get a deposit. Um, the other one's fifty, so it's not huge. I can increase those or decrease those as I see fit. But I at least know that this money is going towards something that I want to work for um, going forward. I like that. I like even just the automatic. I'm going to see my bank does that, girl. It's automatic <laughs> savings because you're right. Because a lot of times we look at our deposit and we're looking at, okay, my ties, looking at what bills got to be paid. I got to look at this and I look at that. And then we always put, at least for me, I know I put savings at the end. Like after mm-hmm. I finish paying all the bills, then I can look at savings. Mm-hmm. And it should definitely be on the list versus something at the end because then it doesn't get done and that money gets spent. Exactly. So I definitely understand that. That's good. Um, I also liked what you were saying in regards to um, even whenever you were saying um, sometimes it has to be like a slight lifestyle change. Like sometimes you can't eat Mm -hmm. out as much. And that to me, that says involving the family a little bit more into what the goal looks like. And um, Mm -hmm. maybe even if your kids are at an age where they can't understand and they can't, you know, so I think sometimes kids like it whenever you give them like little tasks, like, we give Joe, we're like, we give you a dime every time you make sure mm-hmm. everybody got their seatbelt on before we leave, you know, we pull out <laughs> the parking space, you know, something like that. So what are ways that are, are that or are there ways that we can involve our kids? Um, sometimes our, our little bitty kids or older kids in regards to saving up for a vacation for a family for a family trip. Of course. Um, so we have a five-year-old and we've involved him um just in finances, period. We've tried to start making sure that he understands. What is savings? Um, what is spending? And it's so funny because I actually had this conversation with someone the day and I realized that I was doing something different and it was making the conversation different than what I'm used to as as an adult now, um, as I was in, as a child. So I know my mom, we used to always say, I would be like, mom, I want McDonald's. She's like, you got McDonald's money? I'm like, no. And my son is like a Chick-fil-A fan, addict, crazy, just and so, so he's like, mommy, I want Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I'm like, you got Chick-fil-A money? He was like, yeah, it's in the bank. And I'm like, dang, like, 
<laughs> I'm changing the conversation so much that this ain't even a conversation no more because he do got money in the bank. Like, I can't even <laughs> ask that question no more. Like, now I got to ask a different question. Like, are you driving? Like, what, what is the question now? Um, but it, it really does help. Um, like I said, even as young as three or four, we were making sure that we were giving him money, understanding what money meant, even if he really didn't count it. Um, you know, understanding if he asked for a toy, we would let him give the lady the money at the store. Um, because that way we're trying to at least put the two together. If you want this, you have to have this. If you want this, you have to have that. And so even when we're working, sometimes we'll be like, you know, mommy and daddy are working. Um, and he'll be like, so you can get money to buy me stuff. I'm like, that's not why, but I'm glad you put the two together. <laughs> um, but just understanding that even at a young age, they understand those types of things. And so we've had trips with him where he knows they're coming up. We're like, we're getting on the plane in a couple of months. And he's like, where are we going? So we started printing out pictures or doing something visual that they can understand. Like, this is where we're going to go. And that means that every time I'm talking about this and you're asking for toys and you're asking for this, I'm like, well, we have to save because don't you want to go to this place? And he's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, but okay. When we get back from there, then I'll get this. And I'm like, that's not what it means, but you getting there. We, we starting to understand. Um, but just honestly giving them some type of visuals, even if it's a chart um, or a timesheet, if they are counting, understanding, you know, maybe like you said, dimes or dollars, $10 means this, $20 means that understanding that they do kind of, you know, see us and what we're doing and understand that. Um, one other thing that we started doing with our son is when we, he gets birthday money or Christmas money, anything like that, he has a little ATM in his room um, that we got off Amazon. Super cool. I'll send you a link so you can share it. Um, but it has a ATM card. They type in the little code or whatever. They can put money in, take money out. Like it teaches them literally what it means. Um, we've had some friends that have some financial books actually that we read to him. Um, and one of those actually teach them what it means to have an ATM and what the, what happens when um, the truck gets money from the ATM. And it's just funny how their brains kind of add all that stuff together because we were driving down the street one time and he just saw a random truck and he was like, Hey mom, is that the truck that takes the money to the bank? And we was like, what like but it was like he remembered <laughs> the conversation yeah <laughs> he knew that because he put his money in his little atm in his in his room that he thought that the truck came get money and took it to the bank um but it's like they start to kind of correlate that stuff so as long as you're talking to them you know including them in those conversations under helping them understand what money does how to save it how to spend it all those things like that then i think you are putting them ahead of the game um, in the sense that they at least understand, you know, what money is, how finances work, how they can help us. Um, and then in that same breath, they're putting themselves in the position to where they at least understand it at such a young age that they can hopefully be better than us um, as they're growing up as young adults. I like that. I really do. Because a lot of times we don't, we, we sometimes think that conversations have an age limit. You know, mm -hmm. and I, I, I think a lot of times, at least I've learned even with my five year old that they can comprehend a lot more than what we give them credit for. And mm -hmm. he was comprehending a lot of stuff before he was even talking. I could say stuff and mm -hmm. he would just do it or he would understand that this is this and this is that. And so I do like that because a lot of times we have to I think it's better for us to involve our kids and stuff instead of trying to be secretive or hide stuff mm -hmm. from them because in the end, they're going to learn from it. Sometimes we like mm -hmm. you said, sometimes we try to keep 
but um i i just learned i was actually listening side story i was actually listening to um um, tiffany the budgetista and um she was saying how she really learned about finances from her dad taught her a lot and he would even go so far as to put the electricity bill on the fridge and he would say we can keep it below so much for this week or this month then they could have pizza so he was involving the kids and like turning the lights off like we got electricity down and they're like we gonna get pizza next week we're gonna get pizza And but just things and, like and that. And that's like, the thing, so yeah. Simple. Like you said, just putting 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 it together for them, and I think yeah. just breaking those conversations down. Um, because again, if we don't start talking to our children until they're fifteen about responsibilities, money, and work, and how it correlates to how you gonna live, it's we're we're setting them up for failure because now they've been in this world of just you know money literally grows on trees. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not the situation. So like you said, even with, with her story, if you can break it down to their level um, where they're getting some type of reward or even even understanding that there's something at the end of this, then I think it helps them kind of gain an understanding of what money does. Um, and yeah. when you really understand how what money does, then you can then understand how it, you can utilize it for your benefit. Awesome. I really enjoyed this conversation. I think this is really going to help our mamas out there, our parents. So can you please let everybody know where they can find you, not only your products, but also your um, financial literacy um, business as well so we can help more mamas save out there. Yes, yes, yes. So um, so the, pay, um, you're going to have to edit that. I can't think of what my name is. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so they can find us um, page11papergoods.com. And then, like you said, we are also on Target.com. We have our notepads on Target.com. Um, and then we also have our notepads in TJ Maxx and Marshalls. And then for financial literacy, um, that is the PennyLounge.com, also at the Penny Lounge on Instagram. And we also have a new product coming out here soon um, for parents and or couples. Um, it's going to be a financial planner for couples so that they can manage their money for their household together. Um, so we have that joint product coming out here soon. So we're just really excited to really understand and try to help parents, couples, marriages, all the above to live an intentional life, whether that's planning or budgeting, and really understand how they can help each other in that um, in that same space as well. So I think it'll be good um, just to have those conversations with parents or children or spouses and just really opening up that world to, you know, finances, because we're so used to you know, it being under the table, don't really talk about it, don't ask those questions. And this generation, we're like, ask those questions. Let me know where you made the yeah. mistakes. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me know how we can fix it and how I can do better with my children. So I think I'm, it's really a good product and something that we're really excited about. That is so awesome. Look, I'm, I'm just so happy. Even just, I love the planner for the finances. Come on. Like, we're just going to combine it all. I love it. With the intentionality. Come on. <laughs> so excited. I appreciate that. Thank well, thank you. you so much for coming on, Boo. I really enjoyed this conversation. You guys check out the links below in the show notes. I'm going to put them on there. And you guys check her out for all these extra products and these extra goodness that you all can have. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.